1: Stan has released the new Russell T Davies series, It's a Sin, which has launched all episodes at once, which is always good because it is so binge-worthy Ugh. that you're going to want to do it all at once anyway. Um, as the lives of five young people, mostly queer draw together the excitement of casual sex study and starting working lives is overshadowed by a new threat that has lasting impact on their lives and society as a whole before we get chatting i'm going to play a clip from one of the episodes
2: It's not fair. Every time we go out, it's this shit. The whole thing is a pack of lies. No, but that man Pete, he said he met this man, who said he was Oh, he said, she said, they said. They're always saying something, but do you want to know the truth? Do you know what it really is, AIDS? It's a racket. It's a money-making scheme for drugs companies. Do you seriously think there's an illness that only kills gay men? It can calculate that you're gay and kill you, but no one else. Hmm. What about bisexuals? Do they only get sick every other day? And they say it's a cancer, but you can't catch cancer. Cancer is not a thing that can get caught. It's not like a cold or a cough, it's cancer. It doesn't transmit. Because imagine it, gay cancer. How is a cancer gay? I mean, what does it look like? Is it pink? Where is it? Is it in the wrist? I mean, for God's sake. You yeah, get all these stories and all these rumors and all these nightmares, because that's what they want you to think, that lot. They want to scare us and stop us having sex and make us really boring, basically because they can't get laid. That's the truth. Because according to them, how does it work this AIDS thing? Okay. They say it's spread by poppers. They say it arrived from outer space on a comet. And they say that God created it to strike us dead. They say it was created in a laboratory to kill us. They say it's the Russians. They say we got it from the jungle. They say it's caused by friction. They say it in the spunk. They say Freddie Laker spread it when he introduced cheap flights. They say there's one patient zero spreading it wherever he goes. They say it affects homosexuals, patients, and hemophiliacs. like there's a disease which has targeted the letter H. Who's it gonna get next? People from Hartlepool and Hampshire and Hull. Don't you see what all of these things have got in common? How do I know? How do I know it's not true? Because I'm not choosing
1: Alright, that was Ollie Alexander, who plays the role of Richie, giving a little, um... Tirade on why AIDS was not a thing at the time, uh, which is actually I found really reflective of a lot of the stuff that we've gone through with COVID. It's mm. it's many generations or many years separated, but still the same stories are coming around. COVID's not true, and this is why. And
0: or oh, it only affects people over fifty. Why should I care? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, let's just catch it now so we can cure it. You know.
1: Uh, so anyway, it's it's actually a great speech in the show, um, regardless of the amount of truth in it um the actual speech works really well as part of the mm. overall arching series so it spans 10 years over five episodes so um i didn't realize this going into it i didn't think realize it was going to jump but actually each episode jumps forward at least two years mm. or sometimes more so yeah. um and it begins in 1981 and ends in 1991 so um you know, that's kind of actually works really well. I was a bit worried. How did you feel about it?
0: I thought it might be rushed, but the way they do it and the way, because the, the journey of all the characters is really quite intertwined with each other, interwound with each other, um, I was quite happy with it because it, the flow and the pacing really suited it.
1: Uh, I thought so too. And sometimes I felt like it didn't have enough progression in terms of the way the story moved in that time. Like it felt, even though it was two years had passed, it felt like it'd been 10 minutes in the actual story. Um, But there's still, I still think it worked overall. So Um,
0: What, because they they didn't seem like they grew up? Yeah, they had, like... (laughs) I was looking back at my 20s, so they started out being 18. Yeah. And, like, I'm like, yeah, I didn't grow up between 18 and 28. okay. Yeah.
1: I grew up a lot in that time, so, (laughs) um, yeah. Um, In some ways, I also grew down a little.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Coming out sort
1: of um, made me a little more... Taking a few more risks in life. Yeah. So. I'm,
0: yeah. It's the same. Going to London and getting that party atmosphere are definitely similar.
1: Yeah. Um, I probably should point out at this point for the the series that there are of course trigger warnings. Um, if you have, um, if you're living with HIV, if you've experienced um, people passing of AIDS and such, then there are major trigger warnings throughout. It's um, it doesn't hold back, but it is very well presented. And in all honesty, I coped better with this in terms of not crying through the entire thing than I did with Holding the Man, which was the mm. other sort of recent Holding the Man. I cried from halfway through the film till.
0: Uh-huh. The end
1: of the film. Um, I'm
0: I'm I'm never going to watch Holding the Man then because I this <laughs> this had yeah. all over. I just yeah continually looked back at the people I've known in London and things like that. Yeah, well
1: I've been to London, but I've never lived there. But like, just looking at um, Holding the Man for me was a very Australian story, and my experience around HIV and AIDS are very Australian based. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that I think that's probably the difference. But um, the gay characters in the show. Um, are played by gay actors, which is quite exciting, which mm. is great because everybody, or at least queer actors, so they, they've um, actually actively sought out to make the cast gay. Which, given how personal this story is to the gay community, I think that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, it was yeah. Every everything you see, it's a really uh, Russell. Davies really, T Davies really put in effort there, which is good, good on him.
1: Absolutely. It looks at the AIDS crisis from a UK point of view, which is not something I've particularly seen before, other than a little bits of um, queerest folk. Um, usually I've known it from a very American and sometimes Australian perspective. So mm. oh. I enjoyed that
0: definitely enjoyed that I'd completely only ever seen it from the American perspective so he, to hear them actually point out going ah oh, they just said five guys have died from it from this you know they really it was a passing comment in the background but really cleverly wound in of what they were hearing from the states and that kind of thing so definitely
1: yeah and that number definitely escalated quite quickly so yes. um, it was originally titled boys um, and they changed it because of the series the boys and I'm very thankful I think mm. boys would not have worked as the title of the show
0: no it's a scene it's a great title. Absolutely.
1: It definitely reflects um, both how um, gay male activity was considered at the time and also um, how people with AIDS were considered and things like that. So, And just, also
0: the fantastic soundtrack throughout. <laughs> yes,
1: it is a great soundtrack. Um, don't be hanging out for, like, It's a Sin in every episode, though. No. <laughs> Episodes.
0: But there are some great 80s. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't double check to make sure they're all... Um, correct timing but I hope they were (laughs) Um, I found it fun, joyous, authentic and heartbreaking Um, very very heartbreaking actually I
0: I read that and I I fully agree I couldn't like being very empathetic to series and TVs that, that just summed up exactly every emotion that you went through it was like you felt for them and yeah heartbreaking 100%
1: Um, The amazing performances are from a very inexperienced cast. The actors behind three of the main characters have only had this as their billing on IMDb or um, maybe one other. But some of the cast has certainly had some experience and there's some big names. Those big names have very minor roles, though, Mm. uh, with the exception of Ollie Alexander. But this is um, not his first acting gig, but definitely one of his first. So,
0: yeah. No, definitely. How did you find the acting in the cast? Oh, I think. It was beautiful. They had such a dynamic together and beautiful and fresh with their, I didn't, there was nothing that pointed towards that being their first time.
1: Absolutely. Um, one of the, my favourites in the show was um, Callum Scott Howes, uh, who was straight out of college, um, did this show, um, probably did some stage stuff because that's what most people do at college, and then just does just the amazing performance. He is actually my favourite character in the show. He's the one I related to the most. Um, he's just so beautiful and just not quite as um, daring and out there as the rest of the gang, which mm. was so me. Um, <laughs> but I
0: love how he sits in the background and some of them just waves. <laughs> it's beautiful.
1: And for the most part, um, they treat him really well as well and part yes. of the family. Yeah. So, yeah. 100%. A few which exceptions. Is, but. Which,
0: yeah, which is, you know, you see that in, you know, not everybody is going to be the same as everybody else. So it's definitely. And when you said before the show when we were doing the research for this, he's he's Welsh. He's only 21, so he fits the role perfectly. So really glad that, you know, he was given this opportunity because I think he's got a lot more in him.
1: And I do love the Welsh accent. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> um, it can be a little challenging to understand at times, but I love it anyway. Um, Oleg Alexander is definitely worth mentioning. He is, of course, the lead singer of the band years and years. Um, and this is definitely... His masterpiece for him, he just acts the character so beautifully. Um, He reminds me of so many gay men from my youth, even though I was a little bit past this period. Um, Over the top, self-righteous and promiscuous, which I was probably two out of three of those, actually. (laughs) Um, But from his music videos, I always got that impression he's going to act well. What did you think of his performance?
0: Oh, look, again, completely. He reminded me of one of my first gay best friends in London who introduced me to the scene who, you know, I hung out with and, yeah, definitely all three of those and definitely Ollie just did it to a T. So, again, huge amounts expected from him to go further in, uh, you know, out of his sink. Not that we want him to leave years and years or anything like that, but I think he can do both at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Multiple talented.
1: Yeah, triple threat
0: no he actually is dancing really good. dancing too oh fantastic (laughs) in some of
1: his clips anyway he does some great dancing (laughs) um particularly king king has some really amazing dancing from him uh i really want to mention jill who is the sort of straight character in this and the straight housemate well we assume straight we don't ever get to really see her sexuality throughout it so yeah
0: no but um there is an interview with her and the the woman she's based on, um, talking about being the allies of LGBTQ and the women who brought themselves through the eighties of supporting the men who didn't necessarily have the families around them, and they were the ones who'd go to the hospitals and you know support them and just be there basically.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I've written down as well. Oh, so sorry. no, no at no, all, no no no, 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 no. There's nothing to be sorry about. Um, so she just represents so many women that just looked after these gay men who were abandoned by even their friends who were gay as well because mm. they were so scared of this disease, and um, that's where it fell down to lesbians and and straight women to take mm. care of. Um, gay men who were dying and just an amazing history there that extends past so much people understand about HIV AIDS.
0: Oh, definitely. That was probably the most confronting scenes for me was right at the beginning in the early 80s when they were left in rooms and things like that. Like I didn't realise people were treated like that. It's just atrocious. Absolutely,
1: Uh, you did have something about Russell T Davies. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm yes. So,
0: um, so uh, as I just mentioned, then Jill is actually a character based on Russell T Davies' best friend, who he knew through that period, and he's also based the whole series on his friends and experiences during the epidemic in the UK. He wanted to create a commemorative series for the generation who's lost their lives to it
1: so um grayden norton also said that russell c davies remembers the 80s a lot better than he does because he was there for all this but russell t davies did a much better job of his memory <laughs> uh out of 10
0: um look i'm going 10 uh, the, the, you know i really felt it was such a needed to bring back people's you know, understanding of what went on and, and I just think it did it, it did it justice
1: I'm actually going to give it 10 as well I think it's the best series that Davies has produced um, and I'm a fan of his in general I'm a big Doctor Who fan which I'm sure people have worked out by now <laughs> um, but this show is just absolutely incredible so 10 out of 10 from me but coming up we're not going to stop the conversation about HIV AIDS we're going to talk about some other movies TV series and things that have dealt with HIV AIDS over the years um, you are listening to Geeks Out on Joy 94.9 <laughs>
2: This here, Morty, is the Geeks Out Planet in the Joy Dimension. Gee, Rick, I don't know. That sounds pretty gay. Yeah, everything is gay here.
1: Ridiculously, ridiculously gay.
2: Oh, my God, Rick, what's that?
1: Oh, yeah, and there are those things.
2: Ah!
1: You're on Geeks Out. Joy, whatever. Wobble up, dub, dub! Well, we've been talking about It's a Sin, but we're going to move on to some other shows and such that have covered HIV AIDS. If you wanted to let us know what you thought about It's a Sin or um, what your favourite or most challenging thing about watching stuff that contains HIV AIDS, 0427 JOY 949. You can call Robert on the front desk on 1300 JOY 949, or you can email on air at JOY.org.au. Um but I want to just, like, talk about a little bit of personal stuff just for a minute. Um, I just – people may know, I'm not – I don't match much I talked about on this particular show, but I've volunteered in – with the Victorian AIDS Council, now Thorn Harbour Health, um, for a good 18-plus years. Um, and so I've had quite a few experiences around HIV-AIDS and knowing people, and um, I've lost friends to AIDS-related um, illnesses and things like that. And so this is a, a really personal topic for me. Um, um, not because I'm positive myself, I, I. but because of my experiences with people who are living with HIV. Um, my own story, um, though, is looking back that until probably I came out and maybe a little bit before that, all that I knew of gay men was AIDS and HIV. It's all that the stuff I was exposed to and being a country town boy when I was in primary school, um, my teachers were discussing sexual health. And one of the kids asked why, um, gay men were getting AIDS and not other people. And they talked about anal sex being, um, more receptive to the AIDS virus uh, the HIV virus and things like that. And that's is all I had for 10 years. And, um, you know, that it, it influenced my understanding of being gay and, and things. And so, um, I hope that we have better sexual health education now and you know I, I do form part of that myself and I hope that going forward that people are not left with those sort of images of gay men nothing wrong with being HIV positive or having AIDS although it's not AIDS is not particularly an issue in Australia anymore um, but you know having better understandings of who as a holistic approach to being a gay man so
0: mm. yeah well thanks for sharing that claim. yeah I mean it is you know both of us, similar ages, we grew up in an era like I had no idea about, apart from the ads on television, which, you know, that 1986 ad with the Grim Reaper, which we've talked, will talk about later maybe or We'll see how we go. We'll yeah. yeah, we both have issues with that mm. and also, like, you know, it was just you've got to use condoms and, you know, th- that kind of exposure. And then it wasn't until I moved to London in the early 2000s that I actually hung out a lot more with the gay community and um, a fr- got friends with who had HIV and spoke about how they worked with it and how they were dealing with it in the 2000s when we were later, sort of they could take different medicines and things like that and now we're up to unaids and that kind of with PrEP and is a lot more exposure. So I've been lucky in not knowing people who've passed away, but I know but good friends of mine do talk about mm-hmm. what what they went through in the 80s and things like that. So, yeah, it's yeah. hard life.
1: And, look, I didn't go through this stuff in the 80s, but I've certainly developed a good understanding. And one of the ways, ways I ways, – oh, I'm trying to get a bit Welsh there. Um, one of the ways that I actually did develop that understanding was the first movie that we've got on our list, which I made you watch mm. um, in the last yeah, few you days. Did, you
0: did. Um, I was quite willing. Mm-hmm. After watching It's a Sin, I realised – like, it, you know, my knowledge, like, was just Philadelphia and really, like, yeah. those top-rating ones, and it wasn't enough, I felt. So I was really glad to watch this, so...
1: Um I'll, I'll read out what I wrote about it, but then I'll let you talk about it. Um, so, the st- it's a star... Sorry, the show is called And the Band Played On. Um, it is a star-studded exploration of the emergence of the virus from the point of view of a team of CDC doctors. Undef- underfunded, identifying the virus was a major hurdle and meant prying into the lives of gay men, originally called GRID, Gay-Related Immune Deficiency. So, what did you think of this series?
0: I, like, so...
1: Sorry, movie, not movie. Yeah,
0: so donating blood, I knew of the questioning that's in that blood donation and things like that. Listening to them actually ask, like, so one of the prime doctors in this, and go around and ask. I was like, is that real? Is that really what they did? Like, ask like, there's like twenty questions on your sexual habits as a gay man, and. I was just like, that's shocking. And I did a bit, again, did a bit more research because, you know, I want to see how much related. And it's this movie is probably in line with It's a Sin but on the US side and a bit more scientific behind it rather than just characters' lives. Um, It was really down the line to, like, the actual doctors that they talk about are the doctors who fought over who had the right virus and who who was having, getting the cure and things like that? So very amazingly, um, to show what and very close because this was only released in nineteen ninety three. Correct. See, I pay attention sometimes. Yes, well done. <laughs> Numbers on my game. Um. And and to be that and to give that exposure and as you said the re the start like Richard Gere's in it you know um,
1: Angelica Houston um, <sighs> there's just there's, you see people out there going oh my God um, Phil Collins plays yes. a, a um, <laughs> bathhouse opener yeah. owner Swam, not opener yeah. owner
0: <laughs> <laughs> so cool. um, a, a very skinny Phil Collins <laughs> yeah but it, yeah it was it was just brilliant.
1: Um, this came out at a time when um, AIDS was a massive um, charity exploration for much of the world um, and including celebrities in America. So that's why they very much wanted to get behind this particular production. Um, from all I can tell from reading about it, it was extremely well received at the time. Mm. It is very as accurate as a um, docudrama can get. Um, it is very scientific-based. Not, it's not over-dramatized, I don't think. It no. actually hits those drama notes very well and... Um, and in particular, um, I think it's really important to watch this just to see BD Wong and Ian McKellen as a couple. Oh, it's so cute. It's adorable.
0: It's so cute. Um,
1: so <laughs> they do play boyfriends in the show. Um, um, and certainly the the guy in charge was... Um, so the guy, Ian McKellen's character, was really interesting.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so it what's really interesting is that the virus is seen as a gay disease, which is very much the truth, and that has sort of led to a whole lot of the stigma that we still have today around HIV and AIDS, and um, gay men, of course, being like seeing it as a gay disease when actually at a more global level, it is actually affects heterosexuals much more than than gay men and and such. Um, which is was a really interesting thing I found out when the AIDS two thousand and fourteen conference came here that um, why the main conference actually dealt with heterosexual issues and the gay conference was a separate side conference. So oh. yeah, I really didn't understand that until then.
0: So, wow, that's yeah. quite amazing. No, I didn't hear about that at all. Mm. But definitely.
1: Um, so really recommended to watch. Um, if you do a bit of a search, you should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, it is uh, the title which we talked about, um, and the band played on is an expression used to describe the deliberate masking or downplaying of an impending calamity by authorities. Um, we questioned whether that was based on the Titanic band playing as the ship went down.
0: Yes, mm. and and quite quite. Evident in this when you watch it and you see that there, there's a lot of debate going on about you know they knew this was happening a lot earlier. Um, the blood banks didn't put in tests until, and I think the numbers like 25,000 people got infected with AIDS from the blood banks because they refused to test it. Mm. With HIV. With HIV, sorry. sorry. Yes, so sorry, sorry.
1: Yep. Uh, no, no, it's fine. Just It's important yes. to understand that you cannot get infected with AIDS. Um, you can only get infected with HIV. HIV. <laughs> um, I just quickly wanted to mention Queer as Folk. I don't think we need to go into too deeply. I think it's been well analysed over the years. Um, in the British version, um, one of the... HIV is sort of more of a side issue, not major. Vince's uncle is HIV positive. Um, there's much more expanded in the American version um, where Michael, who is the Vince's equivalent character, um, his uncle is HIV positive, but later in the show his partner Ben is HIV positive and their foster son Hunter is positive and also um, a g- it was a gay sex worker, but it turns out later to find out that he was actually heterosexual even though he was working as a gay sex worker. So. Yeah, I um, remember that? Yeah. Um Philadelphia was probably one of the it came out the same year actually as and the band played on, but oh, it's really? probably In 93. A, yeah.
0: 93.
1: It's probably one of people's most memorable experiences with a movie about mm. HIV AIDS
0: as I said that was the one I was exposed to. I was just just about to start uni and just out of home from mum and dad, and so I could watch what I wanted.
1: Mm. (laughs) I remember watching both at the time and enjoying a band played on so much more. I think because I have a fairly inquiring mind, so yeah, yeah. I Uh.
0: think a band Pays on is a lot more explains what's going on, whereas Philadelphia puts the gloss on it, kind of not not the definitely
1: not too much gloss, but yeah, (laughs) you
0: know the, the the yeah. Unhappy gloss.
1: Um, if you is don't know, a successful lawyer who hides his sexuality and HIV status is fired from his firm after a colleague notices a, a Carposi's sarcoma on his body, know, knowing it is an AIDS-defining illness. The legal battle that follows challenges his life and love. And mm. beautiful, beautiful um, performances there, actually, yeah, I will say. Look, it is lovely. Yeah. It, I
0: mean, and, and it deserves, and it was a fantastic way to expose um, the whole Scenario to the world kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. Um, Holding the Man is, is a movie book and originally a book, actually, and also a play. Um, it's the autobiography of playwright Tim Conagrave, um, looking at his life and love as well and experiences living with HIV and AIDS. Um, I have... Yeah, as I said, I had a very much a major crying session throughout the film because it related to the fr- one of the friends that I've lost to AIDS. Mm-hmm. A lot of the experiences there around um, being in Sydney and stuff just came mm. back. Too many memories, and it was a very challenging film for me to watch. Well, amazing. Um, uh, when, I, but I did read the book when I first came out, um, which I absolutely love the book. It is amazing. Mm. Um, very quickly, we are out of time, um, but I just wanted to mention that these days we actually consider AIDS to be generally eradicated in Australia due to the treatments and better understanding of HIV. But of course, HIV is still a transmissible virus Um, that will complicate your life. Um, As someone said, HIV is no longer a death sentence, but it is a life sentence. Um, So I really feel for people who are living with HIV and i if you need support either as a positive person or getting tested, if you don't know your HIV status, um, I really would like you to get in touch with um, pronto.org.au for getting tested. Um, You can also... um, Get in contact with, if you are positive, you can get in contact with people living with HIV Victoria or PLHIV. You can Google that or also the Positive Living Centre is another great place. Um, If you are an existing user of the Pronto Clinic or the Equinox Clinic, you should probably know that they have actually recently relocated to Thorn Harbour Health's new digs at 200 Hoddle Street, which I think I called the Victorian AIDS Council a few moments ago, but that's after many years of calling them that and keep forgetting to change the name. It is Thorn Harbour Health now, of course. Um, If you do need support, you can also hit up um, joy.org.au forward slash support.
0: This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024.